Sass podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live after show. Why? Because I'm bored as fuck, okay? I have shit to say, and here we go. Starting off with Vanderpump Rules. Ariana hosts a post-breakup powwow. It was adorable. I'm not sure why Shane wasn't there, though. Shout out, Shane. I feel like he could be the best of friends with all of them. Like the Vanderpump crew, that seems like right up his alley, you know? And Jeff always wants him to get friends his own age, They're not his own age, but they're a little closer. They're at least a decade below Jeff. Sorry. True. More than a decade. Okay, so at this powwow, somebody notices a wooden flute-shaped penis that is up on their wall as decor. Sandoval loves it. I think they flash back and they used to take shots out of it. It's literally a wooden flute shaped like a penis, like I said. So... They were like, break the wooden penis, break the wooden penis. So Ariana's friend friend (laughs) takes it out of the shelf and he breaks the penis flute over his leg. Oh my gosh, you guys. Honestly, that is the kind of energy I want to start every single morning off with from now on forevermore. Like I want to wake up and just break a penis flute over my leg. I don't know why, but it instantly made me happy. I literally screamed at the TV. I was like, mazel, woo, like cheering along with them. It was great. It was great. Next time Shane should be there. So then Katie Maloney meets up with her ex-hubby, Tom Schwartz, to thank him for being such a great friend to Ariana. Oh, no, wait. No, wait. Wait, wait. Sorry. He was actually the worst fucking friend ever. And Katie had to scold him for being a fucking accomplice in the cheating scandal of the century. Oh, my God. But Tom Schwartz, of course, the entire episode basically like plays the victim and is like, oh, my God, I was dragged into this. And now you all hate me, too. And he he was trying to tell Katie what he needs to focus on. And he goes word for word. He goes, my health, my wealth, my family. There's human eating Nile crocodiles in Florida right now. I don't know. I have a lot going on. Katie's face. Katie. Oh my God. She was like, that could be a country song, bro. Like what the fuck are you whining about right now? Ariana literally just found out that the person she trusted the most in this entire world has been lying and deceiving her for years. And that her best friend who she, Raquel is also a piece of shit. Like, and now you are complaining about Niall eating crocodile. Like, what are you even talking about, Tom? Again, I have said this before. He is a perpetual teenage stoner. Like that is just his forever vibe. Now, more importantly, Dodie's back. Kristen's back. Okay, so obviously Kristen Dodie used to date Tom Sandoval. Ariana just broke up with Tom Sandoval. So Ariana and Kristen are hugging each other and they start giggling about how he's now 
our ex-boyfriend instead of like your ex-boyfriend, my current boy. No, now he you share an ex-boyfriend. And the way that they were hugging and giggling, I fell in love with both of them on the spot. Like, honestly, it was the cutest thing ever. I now want just a series of Ariana and Kristen. I I didn't realize how much I miss Kristen. She's amazing. When she said on camera, it sounded like she was about to say fuck. And then she stopped herself, which I don't know why you would like fuck, 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 a Lodian. It's my favorite word ever. But apparently Kristen's a little classier than me. And she stops herself and she goes, oh, pish posh on me. Pish posh on me. Because Ariana was like, I would have defended you instead of Tom all of these years. And Kristen's like, fuck that. Like, fuck me. Pish posh on me. Oh my gosh, y'all. I'm going to start saying pish posh more. How fun. How fun. Thanks, Dodie. I knew we needed you back for a reason. That's going to be my summer line. Pish posh on me. Pish posh on them. If my waiter sucks, pish posh on you. My margarita has needed a refill for that past 30 minutes. Where the fuck are you? All right, so um, during the Vanderpump Rules, though, there was a commercial for the Hilton Hotels. And this commercial is starring Paris Hilton, who in the commercial, it was clear like, hey, dad, I'll be in your commercial if I can say my new trademark line, sliving. Because do you remember when Paris Hilton made That's Hot a thing? Like, even if she wasn't the first person, all right, she clearly wasn't the first person to ever come up with it, but she made it iconic, okay? That's hot. Ew. That's hot. Ew. Um, so she talks like a baby. That's hot. I don't know. Have Monroe say it. So after That's Hot, she never really had like a, another hit catchphrase. And on her Netflix show and her E, whatever reality show she's been on, she has been trying to make sliving a thing. And it reminds me so much of fucking Fetch. A Fetch. We talked about this in Mean Girls when MJ was on the show last week or two weeks ago trying to make Fetch happen. Remember? Because MJ accidentally said Fletch. Trying to make Fletch happen. (laughs) Classic. Um, But it just makes me feel like Paris is trying to make sliving happen and it's not going to happen, babe. I'm telling you right now from somebody who speaks a lot, sliving does not roll off the tongue. That's hot is fun to say. Sliving. I sound like I'm like going into Slytherin or like I always go back to Harry Potter. I'm so sorry, Jeff. I know you hate that shit, but I don't. So fuck that. I love it. At Splash of Sass, we are Harry Potter heads. Actually, no, we're just Harry Pot heads. (laughs) All right. So anyways, I'm just trying to say, Paris, drop the fucking sliving thing, okay? It's fetch is not gonna happen. Sliving is not gonna happen. I can't believe you went on a national hotel commercial and tried to again, tried for the umpteenth time. She says in all of her reality shows, any time she gets an appearance on anything, sliving, sliving, sliving. We don't want it. I think it's supposed to be slay plus living, slay living. Like, Honestly, it just drives me crazy because it's one of those things where you see a very successful person going down a path where you're like, how has nobody told Paris yet that sliving sucks? Sliving sucks. It doesn't roll off the tongue. It's not fun. I don't like any part of it. Slay living? No, bitch. Fucking, I'd rather slice my sleep. I'd rather sleeping. (laughs) 
trying to <laughs> combine slay and sleeping just equals sleeping. Yeah. All right. Well, I slay and sleep, not in life. Okay. So moving on to some people that do slay in life on May 18th episode, we had Megan King, Megan Weaver, and Shane Dunn. Okay. So Jeff, Shane, and Megan King went out to dinner last night while Megan Weaver made lettuce wraps at home. She's working on converting her minivan into an Asian food truck. I'm joking. I'm joking. But honestly, Megan, can you please be on cooking kibbits and recreate those lettuce wraps? Because it sounds delish. Also, did you use water chestnuts? I feel like nobody uses water chestnuts and they are my fucking favorite thing. Fuck a water enema. I just want my water chestnuts. Okay. Jeff can have water in his ass and I'll have water in my nuts. Water chestnuts. Water enema. Okay. So, uh, For Jeff, Shane, and Megan King, there's so many Megans. Oh my God. Wasn't there a movie, Megan, too, about like the evil blonde killer that doesn't apply to either of the Megans on today's Jeff Lewis show? But Megan King, so last night their waiter had zero chill. Zero chill could not play it cool in the presence of Bravo greatness. As if any of us could. Are you joking? I would spill something on them just so I could stay around longer and dab. Jeff's bulge, perhaps. We'll get to that. We will get to that. So afterwards, Megan King went to the Abbey, aka the catalyst for Scandival. Scandival. Raquel and Tom dancing at the Abbey started this whole fucking thing. Actually, we heard in last night's episode they made out at the Abbey. Now, my question is, how do Bravo celebrities get away with this? How do they get away? In this day and age, making out in public, cheating on your significant other who's also a Bravo celebrity, and yes, real celebrity, because there's clearly no other news going on. Holy shit. Page six, TMZ, Daily Mail, everybody. All they're talking about today is the scandal. It's every single article. And I get it. But again, how is it such a big thing now? But they've been, Tom, Sandoval, and Raquel were out in public hooking up the past seven months. And it's never gotten out? How? And how come Bethany, Bethany, when the Real Housewives of New York went on that trip to Miami and she had pictures of Tom fucking D'Agostino cheating on Luann? Can we get the same respect for Ariana? Like, why did she have to find out seven months later? Rachel the Rat could have had a fucking baby by the time Ariana found out. How did nobody else see them in public Late nights at the Abbey, this and that. Where was the cell phone footage? Behind the scenes and the Snapchats. Like, where was the evidence? How did this go on for so long? I just don't get it. Also, now that I mentioned Tom fucking D'Agostino, why are all Tom's little cheater, cheater pumpkin eaters? No, I swear to God, if that Tom who's dating Zendaya cheats on her, you know what? I'm I'm done with Toms. I've never even dated one, and they are forever off my list. Okay, so a girl that used to own Jeff's house showed up at dinner. I guess she's friends with Megan King, and this was a previous owner who used to read up on the roof deck that Jeff now owns. Jeff has only been up there once for a spray tan, 
Ugh, you guys, I get so fucking mad when I see gorgeous houses that are clearly not being used properly. And what I mean by not being used properly, I live near the ocean. There's so many gorgeous houses with beautiful decks and yards and porches and swings and rocking chairs and not a soul to be seen. They're fucking shut-in hoarders that stay inside all day and don't utilize their perfect yard space. Now, am I one of those shut-in hoarders as well? Yes, but if I try to sit outside, then I have at least 10 people, good morning, Amy, hi, Amy, how are you, blah, blah, blah. I get that it's very nice and neighborly and friendly and everything, but like, I just want to sit out with my tits out and not have to fucking worry about anything in sight. So my idea is instead of an Airbnb, instead of Airbnb, I don't need your entire house. What about a yard B&B? Again, I don't need anything inside your house, not even the bathroom. I'm not like the power washer that went into Anthony Anderson's, okay? I just want to go read on your beautiful deck with that amazing view. Are you joking? Can I just rent your deck? $10 an hour, please? All right, whoever starts Yard B&B, please just send me the link when the site goes live. Now, Megan King comes from a family of models talking about business and <laughs> talking about personal business. Um, Megan's brother has a huge dick. Yep. And huge balls as well, as well. Yep. And his sister knows this because he respectfully told her, as you do, um, it's hangy. It's hangy. The dicks and balls, it's hangy. It gets in the way of his thighs. I don't know. So he's coming up with an underwear line, King Support Wear, which prompted Jeff to come up with an idea <laughs> for padded bulge underwear for guys, since most guys are growers, not showers. Now, this made me start laughing because, of course, my twisted brain, I just thought, now, what if girls were growers, not showers? Like, what if my boobs were growers, not showers? Can you Im <laughs> can you imagine for real if you start hooking up with a guy and the more turned on you are, the bigger your boobs get? <laughs> I guess it's just very entertaining to me because I have small boobs. Like, again, Jeff Lewis probably has bigger boobs than me. And so it was just like, can you imagine? Because like boys, yeah, they have small dicks, but then they grow into these wooden penis flute statues that I just want to smash over my leg. <laughs> and so it's just so funny to think of if a girl had something that grew like that when she got turned on and it just made me laugh. like all of a sudden my boobs just become these huge knockers and just like boom, 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 like knocking people out left and right. Oh, I wish. I wish such a world. So Megan King accidentally wore a fuck me shirt to pick up her kids at school carpool. And Megan Weaver says she wore some non-kosher outfits sometimes, you know, shit happens. Jeff called Megan Weaver out for sometimes not wearing a bra during pickup. Again, Jeff, I bet your boobs are bigger than mine. When you want to start wearing a bra is when I will start wearing a bra. Okay, bitch. Um, no, I love you though. No, but so I was actually the opposite when I used to go to church growing up. And because I realized I wore my jacket the entire church service because I was so cold in that old 17th century creaky New England church. And so I would wear just a sports bra and then my jacket and no shirt. 
<laughs> which was great until one day, you guys, my fucking jacket broke. It broke like the, where the zipper at the bottom comes up. And so then both the zippers are up. And so my sister was like, Amy, just take your jacket off. And I was like, I, I can't, I do not have a shirt on underneath and she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Why do you guys let me out of the house? This circles back to me saying I need an assistant. I Just to live, I need somebody to double check me because I pull shit like that all the time. Now, moving on to summer camp. The war is raging on. Jeff wants Monroe to go to camp. We all agree. We all No one's contesting that except for Gage, who doesn't have any real summer plans. He just wants her to be able to sleep until noon every day. Like she's not a teenager, you know, like he's like, she just needs a chill summer. Like what is she? She has no, no, she needs camp. That's what she needs. Except I went to camp one time and my counselor died. She didn't die during camp. She died a few months after, but I grew really attached to her and I was like 10 and she was 16 and a drunk driver hit her while she was walking across the street with her boyfriend. Oh my God. Rest in peace, Trista. So anyways, Jeff's nurse, Nurse Jamie, did some shit in her nose that made it look smaller. So Jeff did the same treatment to himself and... I love how Megan Weaver looks him directly in the eye and asks him, does it look different? Like, like Jeff's like, yeah, I did the same treatment. So my nose is now smaller. And Megan's like, does it look different? Megan, as if you're not the one who knows his fucking face the best. Oh my God. It's so funny. That's like me with long hair shaving my head and then going to my best friend and being like, yeah, I shaved my head. And then being like, does it look different? I, you tell me, bitch. You tell me. You're the one that looks at me. Do I look different? What? It was so funny. It was so funny. All right. So then we did a narcissism quiz. Megan and Megan, both King and Weaver, basically said no to every prompt. Now, I said yes to about every prompt. <laughs> I got pretty much a nine out of nine. So I guess I am a little narcy. Now, Megan King is going to the Vanderpump dog event. You guys, everybody is. Everybody is. Heather McDonald was talking about it on Juicy Scoop. Everybody's going. I am just so fucking excited that it's happening because that means tomorrow all of Jeff's big events are done for the week and we can stop talking about fucking shit. Shit and diarrhea and nasty assholes. Like, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I'd rather talk about people that are assholes than people and their assholes. Okay? I'm done with the shit talk. We talked about this. Talk shit. Don't talk about shit. Talk shit. Don't talk about shit. <sighs> All right. So I have an idea for the next time that Jeff needs to lose weight. Just get some special K drugs from your friends at the Abbey, allegedly, if they have it. Just a reminder for anyone out there, Special K is also used as a horse tranquilizer. So once you're done your radio show every day, just have Shane inject you with enough tranquilizer until you pass the fuck out, okay? Sleep for the entire day, because if you're sleeping, you won't be eating. Now, does that sound a tad ridiculous? A little ridiculous to you? Going a little too far? A bit extreme? To stay sedated until your event so you don't fucking shove your face? Great. 
Well, so does every other solution that you have presented us with so far, including enemas, starvation, anorexia, bulimia, this, blah, blah, blah. oh my God, Jeff. Just be fucking fat and be happy, okay? We love you no matter what. Now, Jeff thinks that Casey the Rat Man is going to have to open up his drywall to get all the rats out. Did Casey the Rat Man listen to Splash of Sass yesterday? Because that was my fucking solution. I said put bounce dryer sheets in those fucking walls, okay? Just like Carney did to her car engine. So also, you guys, on Real Housewives in New Jersey, at the very end when they were doing the title cards to say what the girls are up to nowadays because it was the finale, they said one of the girls went to Disneyland and that Mickey Mouse is the only rat she's been hanging out with lately. When I saw that, I was like, what the fuck does that sentence even mean? Riddle me that. Mickey Mouse is the only rat? Right there, you lost me. Mouse is the only rat. Rat is not a mouse, so the mouse is not the rat. What are you talking? I get they were trying to make it a fun pun, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It just made me angry, okay? I'm an angry little elf hearing that because what the fuck are you talking about? If you're a mouse, then you're not a rat. And if you're trying to insinuate that Mickey Mouse is a metaphorical rat and just acts like a little ratty, he's a little, he's a rat in the street then that's fucked up too, okay? Mickey Mouse is an angel pure soul and don't fucking taint it on Real Housewives in New Jersey. Now, Jeff Lewis Live ends with Megan King King getting the shit scared out of her when a caller pretends to be her ex-husband, Jim. Jim. Again, my first suspicion is Todd Lewis. Todd fucking, that was Todd Lewis calling in. Jameson, just let him in. Let Todd into the fucking rocking awesome improv group so that Todd can stop improving as callers on Jeff Lewis Live. Oh my God, get him to do improv on the big stage instead because I swear he is the one that keeps on calling in and fucking with us. And I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate anything. In fact, I fucking love it all. I love Jeff. I love you guys. Tune in to Splash This Ass tomorrow. Subscribe in the meantime. Rate it. Tell your friends about it. I just love you, okay? I love you, okay? I love you, okay? Bye. Splash. Splash, splash.